A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to send her away quietly. But as he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not, until she had born of a son, and he called his name Jesus. On the full Sunday of Advent, we read St. Matthew's Gospel, in which the role of St. Joseph is brought into focus. In order to fully appreciate the situation in which Joseph found himself, a little background is needed. He was betrothed, as we know, to Mary, Our Lady. Now in Jewish culture at that time, this had a greater significance than the modern-day equivalent of an engagement, because it carried with it the legal and moral effects of marriage itself. During this time of betrothal, the bride-to-be lived with her parents, in Mary's case with Saints Joachim and Anne. And it was only at the celebration of the wedding that the wife would be led in procession to her husband's house, after which time they came together, they lived together. We are not told in Matthew's Gospel, or any other for that matter, how Joseph discovered Mary was with child. Perhaps Mary told him and tried to explain. Perhaps it was through an intermediary that he found out. Or perhaps he realised it by himself. Regardless, the situation, no doubt, appeared bleak, at least initially. There were, seemingly, two possibilities to explain Mary's pregnancy. Either Joseph had lacked the self-control to remain chaste before the wedding, or Mary had been unfaithful. The former would have been a cause of great shame and reproach on both Mary and Joseph. The latter was more serious still, for the penalty for a betrothed virgin lying with another man was death by stoning, as we learn from the book of Deuteronomy. The stakes were very high indeed. So how does Joseph navigate this crisis? As a just man, he decides he will end the relationship discreetly by divorcing Mary. He did not seek the retribution for which the law provided, being unwilling to put her to shame. But in the midst of this dramatic scene, he displayed a kindly disposition. St. Thomas Aquinas and others have interpreted this disposition as a sign that he realised that somehow God was behind all of this. Perhaps there was a third possibility after all. Even so, why me? Why would it have to be my wife who became pregnant and leave me in this quandary? I suspect Joseph uttered such words, or words to a similar effect. The answer, of course, as Joseph discovered by the message of an angel in a dream, is that it was God's plan. It was God's plan that Joseph, the son of David, 
the heirs of the Davidic promise would be the father of Jesus. It was God's plan that Mary, who had already been conceived without original sin, would be his mother. It was God's plan that his son would be named Jesus, meaning the Lord saves. It was God's plan that he would save his people from their sins. And all this was the fulfillment of Isaiah's oracle, God's plan foretold. As if Joseph wasn't bewildered enough by Mary's pregnancy, he now learns that the father of Mary's child is none other than God himself, and that he, Joseph, is to be guardian. The human mind boggles at such an awesome message, a breathtaking responsibility. Certainly, it was not for nothing that the angel said to him, Do not fear. Joseph's example is a remarkable one. He was, in every sense but biological, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ and husband of Our Lady. In the remaining days of Advent, in our contemplation of how our Saviour came to be born, all of us might reflect on Joseph's witness and role in the history of salvation. Pope Benedict XVI encouraged this devotion, quote, Meditation on the human and spiritual journey of St. Joseph invites us to ponder his vocation in all its richness and to see him as a constant model for all those who have devoted their lives to Christ in the priesthood, in the consecrated life, or in the different forms of lay engagement. Sancti Joseph, ora pro nobis.